Please turn to Psalm 124. Psalm 124. Psalm 124, a song of degrees of David. It says at the top, there are 15 songs of degrees from Psalm 120 through Psalm 134. Those 15 are called songs of degrees. Four were written by David, one by Solomon, and ten are anonymous. It is suggested that these songs of degrees or songs of steps were written by the people written for the people of Israel to sing as they went up to Jerusalem for the three feasts each year or as they climbed the steps to the temple. But whoever sang these songs and whenever they were sung, these song psalms were well prepared to be sung by their peculiar form and the sentiments they express. These songs are characterized by their brevity, by their repetitions, and by their cheerful and hopeful style. These songs of degrees are sometimes called pilgrim songs. Psalm 124, a song of degrees of David. The divisions of this psalm are this. Three divisions, basically, verses 1 through 5. The psalmist acknowledges the difficult plight of the people of God in this world were it not for the gracious preservation of the Lord. Verses 6 and 7, he praises the Lord for his deliverances from strong and subtle enemies. And finally, in verse 8, he voices his confidence in the Lord for future preservation. Amen. Please follow along as I read the 124th Psalm. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick, when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us, the stream had gone over our soul, then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord, who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken, and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, while the verse begins with an if, There is no if in this matter. The Lord is on our side. Period. He has made us, he has saved us, and he will be our help and refuge for time and eternity. He stands with us and will never forsake us. The Lord is on our side. But the psalmist wants us to consider what could have been if the Lord had not been on our side. He wants us to be more thankful for what the Lord has blessed us with by reflecting on what could have been if the Lord had not been our help and stay. The need for this consideration is based on one of the central themes of Scripture, that there is total enmity between the people of God and the people of this world. 
between the righteous and the wicked. The Bible speaks of this conflict from beginning to end. The psalmist wrote in another place, The wicked watcheth the righteous and seeketh to slay him. And again, the wicked plotteth against the just and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. The powers of darkness and the wicked of this world have set themselves against the God of heaven and against his people. And so we see the absolute necessity of having the Lord on our side. There is no one else who could or would help us, but the Lord is on our side. It does not matter how many are against us or how few are on our side. The Lord is on our side. This is the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, who is our help. And again, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. So the psalmist wants to remind us that while the Lord is powerful and always on the side of his people, we must never forget the great deliverances that he mightily provides to each, to us, each and every day by being on our side in this wicked world. Now may Israel say, or now may the people of God say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. And we of all generations need to be reminded the most of what could be if the Lord were just to remove his intervening grace from us for a short time. Many of our Baptist brethren experienced this in the dark ages when Rome ruled Europe. We live in a time of unparalleled peace and safety for the righteous. We do not see the wicked rising up and persecuting God's people in this country, but we may not always have the peace and security that we enjoy today. For the past 6,000 years, the norm has been that the wicked of this world are seeking and destroying the righteous. So we must, of all generations, be more thankful for what we enjoy today. If we haven't specifically thought about this fact recently, let us bless and praise our God that he has been on our side in a unique and wonderful way that few generations before us have ever experienced. Thank you, Lord. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, and so the psalmist repeats himself to get our attention, to remind us of what the Lord has done for us, and to encourage us to greater thanksgiving and praise for the Lord's many mercies in our lives. Mm -hmm. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, these are the men of this world, men who have set themselves against the God of heaven and against his people. David knew what it was to have men rise up against him, for he had often experienced this during his life. He knew what it was to have Saul, Absalom, and others rise up against him from both within Israel and from the outside Israel. David wrote in another psalm, Many are they that rise up against me. This has been the experience of the people of God throughout the history of the world. From Cain rising up against his brother Abel, 
to the prophets being persecuted throughout the Old Testament, to our Lord and his apostles being hated by the Jews, the men of this world have always risen up against the righteous. For 1260 years, during the Dark Ages, the Roman Catholic Church rose up to exterminate the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. But even during these times of oppression and persecution, the Lord was with his people and on their side, though he did allow the wicked to rage violently against them. But how much worse would it have been if the Lord had not been on our side? If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, then they would have swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. If the Lord had not been on our side, the enemies of the people of God would have made short work of those who fear and obey Jehovah. They are so eager for our destruction that they would swallow us up alive and whole. We would only be a small morsel, it seems, when they finally get to do what they have committed to doing. That is annihilating the people of Jehovah. David wrote in another place, Mine enemies would daily swallow me up. As Chris brought out so well a few weeks back, the confederated national enemies of Israel said in Psalm 83, Come, let us cut them off from being a nation. But the Lord is and always will be on our side. While the wicked of this world would swallow us up if they were given the chance, the mighty restraining hand of our God holds them back time and time again. Do you thank him as you should? If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Not only would the wicked swallow us up up the righteous whole if they could, but here in this verse, the psalmist uses the metaphors of a rising flood and a rapidly surging river to explain the efforts of the world against the people of God. Who can stand against two such mighty powers? Everything is destroyed by these two natural forces. Either they are submerged by the rising waters and drowned, or they are washed away by the force of the flowing river. These waters would have gone over our souls. They would have taken away our hope, our courage, yea, even our lives. When the world's hatred against the righteous is allowed to express itself, it rises and rushes as natural waters to cut off them from the earth. But the Lord our God has not left us. He is still on our side, so that the wicked are not able to accomplish their desires against the people of God. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Here the waters are seen as proud waters that would, if able, overwhelm the righteous. And indeed they are proud, for they have lifted up their voices and hearts against the God of heaven. They will not have the Lord Jehovah to reign over them. But our God is in control even of these proud waters and restrains them so that their wrath does nothing more than praise his name. Yes. Yes. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Yes. 
Thank you, Lord. The psalmist here moves away from the metaphors of destructive waters to that of a wild beast intent on making the godly his prey. But blessed be the Lord who has not allowed the wicked to take us in their teeth. If our God does not allow these beasts to tear and rend us, then we shall be saved by his gracious mercies. There is no way that these wild beasts can set upon us as long as the Lord is our help and our shield. Oh, bless the Lord with me that he has kept us and delivered us from the rage of our enemies against us. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken, and we are escaped. The The metaphor of our soul being like a bird caught in the snare of the fowlers points out the weakness of the righteous and the ease with which they are caught in the cunning traps and nets of the wicked. The bird cannot see the net and find itself easily caught before it can fly away. The fowlers throw the net, and the tiny, helpless bird is trapped. There is no escape, but our strong deliverer comes and breaks the snare, and we escape. The psalmist writes another place, Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. And again, mine eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Rejoice with me that our God is on our side and has delivered us and shall yet deliver us from the snares of the wicked. And finally, in verse 8, our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. The psalmist here acknowledges that our help is entirely in the Lord God, Jehovah. He it is that will help us today and in the future when men rise up against us. After all, he made the heaven and the earth. He did not just make a few small things, but he made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and all that in them is. The creative power of our God demonstrates the omnipotence that will keep and preserve us from this time forth even forevermore. He made us for himself, and he will keep us by his mighty power when men rise up against us. Rejoice with me this day for the great deliverances our God has performed for us, and may joyful thanksgiving burst from our lips for what he has done for us. What hath God wrought? As the psalmist wrote in another place, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? And as Isaiah wrote, Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Amen. Amen. Amen.